The Future Sickos Podcast is presented by DraftKings. While I might be a huge Ottawa Senators fan, whenever the Buffalo Bills are playing, I have to be watching the game. I also have to be betting on the game using DraftKings. New customers can now bet just $5 on any one NFL team to win their game, and if they do, will win $200 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Welcome to the Future Sickos Podcast with your hosts, Brennan Detzler and Derek Lee. What is up, Future Sickos listeners? Welcome to episode 23. Like we're Jordan, as always, I am joined by my co-host and Derek Lee and a bit of a celebrity in the Ottawa Senators podcast community. I, I truly is a pleasure to finally get to meet you face to face in a way, Igor. How, how are you doing, Igor? Assuming you're feeling a little tired right now. Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling great, man. Feeling great. Feeling great. You you got to play. Uh, you got to play in your first NHL game. I mean, what what was it? What, or does it still feel uh, pretty unreal right now? Like what what's going through your mind? What what was that like? Was it like a dream last night? Yeah, I mean, it happened so fast. So, kind of the day when we flew out, I just couldn't really, you know, realize the situation because I wasn't sure if I'm in the lineup or not. But then the morning skate next day, I seen my myself in the lineup and then just hit it hard that, you know, in seven, eight hours, my dream is going to come through everything. I kind of work hard or, you know, past, what, 15 years, I guess, uh, everything I put in and, you know, my, my family. So, yeah, and it was just like hitting. It was hitting, but not hitting at the same time. I don't know why, but then as soon as I got to the rink and, you know, just seeing my jersey hanging in the, in the dressing room and just seeing a soccer on the back and, you know, all those guys around just, you know, telling me congrats and, you know, enjoy the moment. And it's just like, that's really happening. And uh, yeah. And then it just, you know, rookie lap and first shift and I am. Did you, did you like black out for any part of it or, or like, did, like, did it, were you able to stay focused and, and stay like, what was it like that first shift? Like, were you just looking around like, Oh my God, it's, it's uh, happening. like, <laughs> especially in that arena, like that's an electric arena to play in. And for that to be your first NHL game, like that's a pretty cool place to do it. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, I thought it would be important to, you know, have a little touch on the ice, like make a, make a good play, like smart play, not, you know, nothing crazy, just a right play. And uh, in the first shift, I was able to make a nice play to Shaw, and we went on a breakout. I kind of, you know, just one of one of those things where you needed that, you know, just a right play. And then, uh, you know, as soon as I made it, I thought, you know what, like, I I can do it, and uh, I'm just gonna have fun out there, be myself, not to, you know, obviously not to re- respect those guys too much. Obviously, you know, they, you know, guys like Marshawn Bergeron, like those guys are superstars in this league and going out against them is special but at the same time I just want to tell myself I can't respect them too much I gotta you know play my game and it's my chance and yeah so I thought as soon as I you know after that first shift I kind of got into the game and I was fine and you know I could keep up and uh, play my game and yeah I was really happy with it honestly. Was there any point Igor in that game where you just felt like okay, it's just hockey. I just got to go out there and do my thing. Or was it like adrenaline sort of the whole night for you? 
I think, like, like I said, right now, after that first shift, like, I think that was the hardest part to get through. Just, you know, just for me, I think, but I, I don't know how many young guys go into it, but for me, it was just like, make a right play, make a smart decision with the puck, you know, make the coach, you know, just feel like, you know, he can trust me. And uh, yeah, for me, it was just so important to just have a touch and make a right play. And as soon as I did that, I just came back to the bench and I said, I can, you know, I can totally play in this league and, you know, I can compete against the guys and, you know, I can uh, obviously, you know, like just, you know, be out there and uh, do right things and play the game. And uh, yeah, so for me, it was just being myself, not not worry about the pawn and just play my game and uh, yeah, so establish myself that I can play at that level. I mean, did, uh, did, sorry, did DJ say anything to you? I'm just curious uh, if he said anything post-game to you. No, I haven't said anything, honestly, because it's been it's been kind of a weird weird ride right now with the COVID and stuff. So, but I I think he said in his interview that you know I played well and obviously it was he said he would love to give me more minutes, but at the same time it was uh, hard with all the penalties and obviously for me it's my like I basically didn't practice with the team. We had 20 minutes morning skate where you know we ran like power like two to three times and uh, you know I just kind of. I understand his point and yeah, like I had nothing to complain about. And, you know, I was obviously happy to hear that he was uh, pleased with my game and yeah. So it was definitely good to hear. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's pretty sweet that even uh, you got the opportunity to be on that power play and, and hopefully kind of as the days come on, you can see, see a bigger role, but that was definitely a, a wild game with, with all the penalties. Another thing that I think was really cool is, is just, um, I mean, like you have, you have a really cool story, man, like in so many aspects and, and one that I know the Sens fans have just come to love and you've quickly become a fan favorite, even before you played your first game for the senators, I feel like you're one of the, the favorite guys, everyone was rooting for you, but um, just kind of like coming over with Russia, that story of like you really settling into that community, becoming a big part of, of that area of Cape Breton and, really establishing your game and, and being passed over in the draft and just continuing to work and grind and, and find a way to, to honestly like get drafted in a fairly good position and, and look really well, good in the AHL and now playing in that first game. So congratulations, man. Like it's, it's awesome that that dream and all that hard work has been realized. And um, you finally got to do that, that first step of what you've always dreamt of. And hopefully there's going to be a lot more of those games moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. Igor, uh, now that you've experienced the NHL firsthand, uh, what did you notice was the biggest difference just from your experience there last night playing from the AHL to the NHL? Did you have to make any major adjustments to the speed? I found, yeah, obviously the pace of a game is, is, is pretty fast, but I thought that, you know, like one, one of the things I can say, like, in NHL, the guys are so skilled that, you know, you just play as a group and everybody knows where to go and stuff. So it was kind of like if you if you have a hockey IQ, you can, you know, be in there and play the game. And yeah, for me, obviously, at the start, I was before the game, I was a little worried about, you know, not being able to uh, be, just be out of place kind of. But, you know, like I said, after that first shift, I was like, you know what, like, I'm not going to be out of place here. I'm, you know. Just and then like next shift after I draw a hit and uh, got the puck in the corner and all of that like all of those little details kind of boost your confidence a little bit and then you just like you know what like I can you know keep up with the pace I can I can play at that level right so yeah for me it was 
yeah, just probably the pace of the game. Obviously, how quick you're gonna have to make the, your decision with the puck, and you know you can't uh, you can't really make things complicated in NHL because it can uh, you know make a quick turnover, and you guys are so skilled they're just gonna punish you right, and they're gonna score. So if I just you know play in the right way, me and you know obviously when uh, this situation is given to make a offensive play, you take it. But if not, just simple plays and uh, yeah, and just basically like you know lots of battles and stuff. But at the same time, guys are so skilled there, and you know they always talk to you where they at and stuff. So it helps a lot as well. Well, I can tell you, you didn't look out of place. That's for sure. Thank you. What well, one thing that definitely stood out to me watching your game was was just how strong you were in puck battles. And I don't know if that was something that you you just determined. You're like, hey, if I'm getting this puck, or if anyone's going to try to take it from me, they're going to have to go through every pound of me. So I I don't know if that was something that you wanted to focus on last night. Oh, uh, I think it's a. Uh... It's probably one of the strengths of my games being uh, being big and strong on the pucks in the corner. So I thought, you know, like obviously I could do that in AHL. And I told myself, you know, it's just one of those things you got. It's it's a hard game mentally. If, if before the game you're gonna tell yourself like like those guys are you know stronger and stuff like that and bigger than me and they've been in the NHL longer than I. So then you're just gonna go in the corner basically and you know, all. 70 60 percent because you're gonna think about you you know losing a battle and losing a puck and stuff for me it was you know obviously dj and all the guys know like i can you know be strong in a puck down low and for me it was you know that's one of those things where that's my strength and again i'm gonna show that i can you know do it at nhl level and yeah like i said like second or third shift i'm pretty sure like i got to in front of the net like i was hard there i almost got a got a bounce there and you know going in the corners and then in the second i went for a pretty hard forecheck and you know next thing you know guys get rid of the puck when i'm coming because he sees 75 coming and he's just you know getting rid of the puck and we making a turnover and we have offensive position so, so that's one of those things i've been uh obviously working in H- ahl it's with the like ben sexton my forward coach he always you know after the games i always watch the video and you know i'm obviously you know physical player but it's not like i'm going out there i'm gonna try to kill somebody if i have a chance i'm gonna hit and you know, lately it's just been like, you know, what you go out there first two, three shifts, it's maybe nothing's going to go your way. Just, you know, throw your body around and make yourself established. And, you know, next time, next time the guy gets the puck, puts his head up and he sees a uh, soccer of common, he's going to, you know, shake up and try to, you know, get rid of the puck. So that was one of those things where uh, I thought I can do that because, you know, I'm a big body, right? I, it's, it's like, yeah, you are. Six, four, <laughs> 15 pounds. Like it's, it's a pretty big body. So, for me, it was obviously, you know, I was happy with what I was able to do in the corners against, you know, best guys in the, in the world. Hey, how is your, like, I'm curious, like, how has your physique kind of changed, like, since you were playing junior? Because I know when you got drafted, like, I, I believe you're, like, you've come down quite a bit. Like, what kind of uh, workout routines and stuff were you, like, getting into? Like, what have you focused? Have you focused more on, like, cardio and like that have you like wanted to be more trimmed like how has that changed because obviously like you're you're a big guy but even like you used to be even bigger <laughs> uh, uh i think just part the biggest part is nutrition obviously about how what i eat and uh that was the biggest things honestly in the summer this summer i was i went in because i lost enough weight last year i just for me it was this year you know just keep you know just uh to get my conditioning level up so that was one of those things. And, uh, you know, as soon as summer went on and I just, you know, looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, holy crap, like I look good right now. Like, Jesus, what's going on? Like literally. Like, <laughs> just flex it a little bit. Just to change. 
sometimes you you know changing the shirt or something you look at yourself and you're like holy like what I've done and it was like one of those things I was like oh that's like that's paying off and then you know just in the summer you kind of don't feel you're obviously working out every day and uh, and you're working out pretty hard right so then you like go I go on the ice and I feel pretty fatigued I'm like what's going on like I'm in the best shape of my life and but I and then you realize like I work out five times a week and I skate four times a week and then as soon as I came to camp kind of you know just workouts are not as hard obviously because you you know try to mostly focus on the ice performance you, you just try to you know maintain your muscle mass so and then I got out there and I just felt great you know and it was just like you know what like I gotta stick to that and I want to be in that position and but that was just wasn't a main focus for me losing and dropping any weight basically this year how how much do you think that that's helped like with your transition out of the NHL like I I think uh obviously your speed it has looked quite good in my opinion and I think like do you do you feel like your conditioning is is a big part of why you're able to play in the NHL right now and at this at this pace yeah exactly I mean you you got to be smart about it too like you can be I think you can get stuck out there for a minute and a minute and a half because your next you know next two or three shifts is going to be ruined like you got to be smart about it the shift length and you got to go 100% for 30 seconds you rather go 100% for 30 seconds than you know 70% for a minute so yeah, I think just, you know, I'm going out there, work hard for, you know, 30, 30 seconds at a hundred percent. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm able to recover, you know, without that extra body fat on me and the conditioning I, you know, bring up over the summer and yeah, so I'm able to recover fully, fully for my next shift. So that's, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. And obviously feeling lighter on the ice. It's another thing for me. I know, you know, many guys had lots of concerns about, you know, my, my speed and stuff like that. And, I mean, you know, like after watching the last last night game myself and, you know, talking to my development coach and coach from AHL and they told me I did not look one bit out of place. I was, you know, able to keep up with those guys, no problem. So, yeah, so like I'm happy. Put, put those put those concerns to rest. I love it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for me, it's just another 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 situation where I prove people wrong. Right. So. Exactly. Hey, um, did you know you were the first person in Sen's history to wear number 75? I, uh, no, I, I didn't know that actually. I just, somebody, somebody just uh, sent it to me on uh, Twitter and I was like, that's uh, pretty crazy. actually, yeah. are you, are you planning to keep 75 or do you have like another, when you get here kind of full time, do you have a Jersey that you plan on wearing permanently? Uh, I think I'm going to stick with 75 for now, but then I'm going to see where things are and what numbers are available and stuff, but I don't mind 75 at all, honestly. Something different. Awesome. No, you, I, sorry. So I was just going to ask you if you have a preference, like what number, if you could pick and nobody on the team currently was wearing the number, what number would you pick? Well, 26 is brainy. 13 is Sanford now. So that was like two numbers because 26 was my number in junior and 13 was my number in AHL last year. I think I would take 37 because it was my first, first, first ever number when I was a kid. Love it. Yeah. I I personally like the number 75 because that was the average I needed to have in university to be able to pass. Like that was the, the bottom mark and that was exactly what I got. So it's a, it's a good number. <laughs> 
Uh, so moving on, moving on to my next question here. One thing I am really curious about uh, is like, so when you like getting called up, obviously, like I, I think like in the last few years and uh, even with your draft year, and like when you're in Cape Breton and then in the AHL, you've been playing in, in a larger role. Like you've been a really integral part of these teams. You're playing first line, second line minutes. And then when you, when you got called up um, last night, obviously when you're in the lineup, you were playing on that, on that fourth line role and you did all, an awesome job. Like you really showed your energy. You showed how you were strong at puck battles. But one thing I'm curious about is if playing um, in a different spot of the lineup or in different situations kind of changes the way that you go about your game. So I know that you're like, you obviously you have an incredible shot. You're extremely gifted offensively. And I just wonder if like kind of playing in those positions where there, there is a, a lot of a focus on a checking role and also kind of playing in uh, in your own zone, if uh, you kind of approach things with a different mindset at all, or if you're like, no, like I'm, I'm just going to play my game and play hard. Yeah, I think I think for me, like all always in my career, I had to, you know, earn my way up in the lineup, and just you know, but by, by the way, I play my game. Like it doesn't matter what minutes I play, I'm just gonna go out there and play my game the way I can. Obviously, you know, it's just uh, it's just one of those things. Like I, I like I said before, like I go hard first couple you know, a couple shifts and, you know, establish myself there and, you know, let the guys know, like, I'm out there and I'm going to be hunting, right? And then as the game goes on, you, you get offensive opportunities, right? Like, you, you get it anyways. And, you know, guys guys are skilled enough and obviously in NHL and stuff. So I think just it's – for me, it's always been one thing. I'm just going to go out there and be myself. doesn't matter what role I'm playing. I'm just, you know – I got to earn everything in my life. And, you know, that's one of those things right now, you know, being, you know, first thing, like I can't even complain. I played my first NHL game last night and, you know, just being out there, it's, it's incredible. So, you know, I'm happy. And I, and, you know, the biggest part about that, you gotta, you gotta take the positive notes out of that game. Like, you know, whatever I had uh, five on five, like it was just one of those things. I, you know, you gotta, you gotta play defensive game and, NHL, like no matter what, what line you plan on. And I thought, you know, being out there against Marshawn and Pasternak and Berger, I did a solid job. Like I didn't end up being with mid minus or anything. So that was another thing for offensive guys coming up from AHL, you know, mostly, mostly coaches and, uh, you know, they got all the stuff are focusing on, you know, defensive game, you know, they got to, you're going to provide the offense, but the guys that are in the NHL can punish you any minute if you're, you know, cheating stuff. So that's one of those things. So, yeah, for me, it's like I'm going out there, play my game, and obviously, you know, be past what a year and a half now, last year in the HL, like my defensive game grew. And yesterday, main focus was, you know, play defensively, and you know, everything else is gonna take care of it own. So yeah, that's that's always my mindset. Awesome. Hey, uh, Igor, I know your parents um, couldn't make it from Russia, but what did it mean to you? to have your billet mom attend your first NHL game. And are they more than a billet family to you? Yeah, they're definitely more than a billet family. Like it's no doubt. I mean, you know, it's been what, five years, almost five years now. And, you know, like last year, two years ago, whenever COVID started, they let me, you know, stay at their place for about nine months. And, you know, just obviously, I would love to have my parents there, but you know, just physically they couldn't make it. Like if we, even if they wanted to, like the flight is too long, and you know, have have my have Ashley there in the stands was 
a special moment to share with her. Absolutely. And yeah, they're definitely more than a billet family to me. That's great, man. And on that note as well, obviously, uh, it's it's no surprise that someone that you're very close to that is also on the team is Drake Batherson. And it, it's funny because Drake, like, unlike yourself, actually kind of has a bit of an interesting story of, of being um, skilled, but just being a lot smaller and then kind of hitting a growth spurt later and being passed over in a draft and everything. And I'm just kind of curious if he's been a bit of a mentor to you and, and just what that's meant kind of both on the ice and off the ice, like maybe just some things that you've learned from him and like how he's helped you like through your development of your career and getting to this point i think it's it's definitely obviously so crazy to think of that i played my first few game with him and now first nhl game and you know i was out there with him and sharing that moment with him and yeah, the guy's just awesome like you know like like he took me under wing as a 17 years old and since then you know when he was traded and when he went to the pros he always you know checking on me texting me and stuff and you know after he's seen me having a good game he always sends me a message and so do i when he has a great game right so i think that relationship kind of helps and he just extra motivates me as well like with his performance and you know obviously seeing him out there dominating at the nhl level is, is crazy so yeah obviously talk to him every day and he always asks me if you know i need any help or something and if I come up with something, I'm always, you know, not, not afraid to ask him something. So that's, that's, that's definitely a special connection to have in, at an NHL level that, you know, the guy just always there for you and makes you feel comfortable. Did it calm the nerves a little bit, like seeing him in the room, like, with, like going through all this and like, and even getting to experience it with him, like that must have been pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely did made, you know, made, made me definitely more, more comfortable. But I think every, everybody on, on that team, like, I was starting with Brady as a captain and Thomas and all those guys there and Josh and because they were there like Josh played his NHL game last year first NHL game like he was right. there go right so it's crazy to think and they just kind of all made me feel really comfortable you know just you know warm and you know saying congrats and enjoying all that kind of stuff and you know many more to come and so that's definitely it, it's one of those things where it's important for a young guy to feel warm and not not to feel awkward in those situations right and yeah so that 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 group is super special right like those most of those guys like basically played their first nhl games like last year two years ago right so it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty crazy to think of one one last thing on that note uh just just with drake i'm curious if you've gotten into any of those skates with uh with mckinnon and uh, with Marchand or anything like over, over yeah. the summer? Yeah, last summer I was out there with them for for a month basically last month of August full August and a couple skates in July yeah and, and what did like what did that do because those are all guys that in my opinion like might be some of the hardest working hardest training like like did they just play on a different level it seems than a lot of the other players in the NHL so what was it like to share a sheet with those guys and and just <laughs> be able to kind of work with them and and like how how awesome is that for your game oh it's 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 crazy when you like see like Sidney Sidney Crosby out there and Nate and uh, obviously Brad Brad I only skated with Brad uh, once because he left to Boston early but like most of the times it was uh, Nathan and uh, Sidney Sid Sid and it's it's crazy you see them there like in practice you know summer summer practice and 
they're out there a hundred percent competing, you know, every battle drill and stuff and, you know, playing a free, usually, you know, in the summer you play free on free game for fun and it's just there going hard a hundred percent, you know, don't want to, I don't want to lose that. And usually Sid and Nate would be on a different teams or two. So it would get even more competitive where, you know, Sid obviously older than Nate and he doesn't, you know, want to give up his spot just yet. And, uh, yeah. And it's just as crazy to see like, you know, they're the best players in the NHL right now and how hard they work, you know, to you know, stay at that level of key and continue to keep getting better. And, you know, obviously Sid is already, what, 31, 32, and, you know, he's still he's still on top there. And it's just, it's just mind-blowing, you know, how hard you got to work when you get to that point when you're, you know, best player in the NHL and then you're just going to continue, keep working hard, you know, because guys are right now, you know, so many guys getting good and you don't want to, you know, give up those positions and you see those guys just compete like crazy in the summer and just try to make 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 themselves better. And uh, yeah, it's obviously a fun part of being off. Unbelievable. Well, Igor, we're going to get into something a little more fun, uh, a little bit different. For our next segment, we're going to do Would You Rather. So I'm going to give you two scenarios and you're going to have to pick one of them. You ready? Yeah. All right. Would you rather have explosive speed like Pavel Bure or slick hands like Pavel Datsuk? Oh. Probably I would take speed. Good choice. I think you already have a, a whale of a shot and really good hands. So combined with that Pavel Bure speed. Whew, yeah, game, game is super fast. Absolutely. Awesome. So the next one is, would you rather be able to talk with animals or speak every language in the world? I think talk to animals. It'd be pretty That'd be so cool. Yeah, it would be <laughs> on. On that note, too, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Any superpower? Any superpower. I think read people's mind. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, you could use that in a game too, right? <laughs> Just to predict a play. <laughs> exactly. That's one of those things. All right. Would you rather have skin that changes colors with your emotions or tattoos all over your body depicting what you did the day before? Um, I'll go with, uh, I will go with tattoos. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll go with tattoos. Would you uh, would you rather only be able to listen to one artist, like music artist, for the rest of your life, or not be able to listen to music at all? One artist. Who is it? Uh, I'll go with uh, Kid Leroy. <laughs> okay, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Lifetime of Kid Leroy. A new one, too. A new artist. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's fairly young on the scene. Yeah, he is. All right. Uh, would you rather drive a fancy BMW sports car like some of your new teammates or a lifted up Chevy truck? BMW. Okay. He's, he's fitting in. All right. This one's uh, would you, would you rather like talk on the phone or text someone? Like if someone, if you're, if you're trying to have a conversation with someone, would you rather like just talk. call them and talk. yeah. I, I'm not surprised. I got to say. Uh, I, I hate texting long messages. 
Yeah, Igor, you definitely seem like more of a call guy, which is awesome. That's old school. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. All right, here's another. Well, this one kind of sucks both ways, but would, would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you bite something? Paper cut. The yeah, I think I would too. Sucks so much. <laughs> Plus, you don't really have to turn pages nowadays. You just got to scroll on whatever device you're on, right? Exactly. I don't, I don't <laughs> read books. <laughs> I don't read books. Um, so, Igor, one, one of the things we did do when we uh, found out that we were lucky enough to have you on is, is we asked uh, just some people on Twitter what, what they wanted to, to hear from you because, uh, obviously, people love interacting with you and um, there's some questions around. So, Coming in uh, with, with the first question from the fan oh, base. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no worries. Let me break some time. <laughs> Enough questions for today. No. Yeah. Um, so coming in for the fan base feature is uh, Pacey asking, how surprised were you when you got the call up? I was, it was eight in the morning, Monday night, Monday morning. I was making my, I was supposed to go to Bell. Well, I was in Bell to practice with the, with the team. We had a practice and I get a call from Troy and he tells me, you got called out, pack your passport, take a suit and just get over to the ring, pick up your gear and go to Ottawa. You got to practice and head out to Boston. So I was making my oatmeal. It was, I have a protein <laughs> scoop in there and the oatmeal and I warm it in the microwave. So I did all of that and I got a call and then, I live with Sogard and Mendo, Mendelisi. So then they came back from practice like at two o'clock and that Paul Woldman was standing on the counter just full. <laughs> yeah. you, get, you get a burger on the was, way or something? What? Did you get a burger while you were driving or something? Or I just had like, I couldn't eat to be honest. I just had yeah. a protein. I was like, I can't eat right now. I just had a cup. Hey, uh, actually, I'm wondering if you could, like, when you came on, you were telling us that uh, you've had, had a crazy last, like, three days, essentially. So I'm wondering if you could take the listeners through just the the, the route that's been your life uh, <laughs> and, and what you even had to go through to even get some clothes today. Yeah, well, yeah. If, it, if I go not from last three days, I go from maybe last week. I was in, I was in the Rochester, playing there. Then we went to Cleveland played there then I got that uh kind of a what's it called not emergency call up just like insurance call up it wasn't like official or anything but just mm-hmm. like 50 50 chance and then I drove to Ottawa overnight stayed in Ottawa didn't get a chance to play because uh everybody on the team tested negative and then I went back to Belleville then from Belleville back to Ottawa from Ottawa to Boston, from Boston to Ottawa. Then I had no clothes because I only took a pass suit with me. And I uh, went to Belleville today, picked up some clothes and went back to Ottawa. My goodness. And, and he still said yes to come on the show. Unbelievable. Uh, so <laughs> this next one is from Cole Westwell. Who has the best jersey in the NHL, and why is it the Ottawa Senators? I think the, it just looks looks sick. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just love the look. Do you do you have a favorite jersey? Like, is there another team's jersey that you really like? I like I like Seattle's now. They're nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a popular yeah. one. 
Yeah, for sure. Who was your favorite team when you were growing up? I, I, I never really had one, to be honest. I never, I was never able to watch NHL. Like, yeah, much too late. What, yeah, uh, so. what part of Russia, like, where are you from? Again, you, I remember you. Ekaterinburg. Okay. So, you got you to just look it up yourself if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds good. It's it's too big of a place. We won't go through that. Um, <laughs> I was going to say all that traveling, but yet, like when you look at Russia, I know that those trips can just be absolutely crazy to go from one place to another. So spread out. Um, so the next question is from Jordy, and it says, is there an NHL player who you're looking forward to playing against? Um. That's a great one, actually. I mean, obviously, probably like Connor McDavid. To see him out there in real life would be would be something else. Him yeah, and Dry, just, him and Dry Zadel would be two guys. Yeah, For sure. It, you it, just don't you don't want to be on the wrong end of a highlight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, always, always well, but you also don't want to be out there for you know him making a, another another thing in the history, right? Another. So <laughs> every day, <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things you do want to, but you don't also don't want it. Yeah, you you want to see him make that history, but maybe not while you're on the ice. <laughs> All right, this next one from Patrick: um, Will you do the salute, Sally, for your first NHL goal? I might, I might. We'll see. I might. If I'm you're able, feeling it. Yeah, I might. We'll keep it simple. Oh yeah. Just act like you've had a hundred. No, just, I mean, I'm probably going to do maybe something more crazier or something. I don't know. Like it's going <laughs> to, uh, I can't control that. Right. I can't tell you what I'm going to do. Honestly, it's, it's going to be dependent on the moment. Just comes fair comes enough. From the heart. Uh, awesome. And the last one, I think that this is alluding to that video of you that, that went viral. I was just saying, I'm so hungry when, when you were mic'd up, but um, someone, so Nick Dumoulin comes in with what's your favorite meal? Uh, I'll go steak and sweet potato and, you know, Brussels sprouts and broccoli. I think that's, I can do it every day. Classic choice. Do you have yeah. like a favorite, like, uh, like a favorite, like guilty pleasure, like a cheat meal? Like if you like, we're going to allowed to get like fast food or something just as five, a treat. Five guys. What's that? Five guys. Five guys. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. You're in a milkshake. Oh. They always, I, I went there for the first time and I noticed that they just have like that bucket of peanuts. I thought that was the cra- like weirdest thing. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, Igor, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I great, like we both greatly appreciate it. And uh, we know, we know how. Sorry. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. Take care. And uh, hopefully we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow night. Yeah. Hopefully get some sleep. <laughs> I appreciate it.